Hi everybody, my name is Ashley. And I'm Mark. And we work at the Free Spirit Collective, which is a integrative psychology and wellbeing centre here in Dubai. And this is our podcast, Say It Out Loud. And all we're trying to do is break down the basics and help dispel some myths around mental health and wellbeing. And it's really short because we know that life's busy and who wants to listen for a, a podcast for an hour and we're going to condense it down for you in 10 minutes. <laughs> okay, episode 11. Always start that same way. Okay, that's like a teacher <laughs> thing. Um, perfectionism, something I'm pretty sure most people have experienced. Yeah. Mark, what on earth is perfectionism? I feel like when you do that, okay, I'm like, right, sit to attention. I feel like... Ready to go. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, right, Mark. Focus, don't lean back on your chair. Yeah. Um, perfectionism, yeah, uh, we work an awful lot with this in therapy, mm-hmm. I think. Um, yeah, it's often, it's not often that people come and say, I'm a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they do, but lots of time it kind of comes out through sort of sessions and we look at their relationship with themselves and mm-hmm. um yeah where certain things are coming from so um you definitely work a lot with this um it belongs to the anxiety family mm-hmm. um and we would call it a maladaptive way of trying to manage internal feelings uh, mm-hmm. of inadequacy okay. inferiority low self-worth and we do that by seeking external approval and acceptance so when we say maladaptive it's just like an unhelpful way I Mm -hmm. guess Um, but it's a way in which we um, call it like dysfunctional persistence Um, Mm -hmm. we I think in our heart of hearts we kind of know that we're setting these like really high and unrealistic expectations but we just don't know what else to do and how else to do it but mm-hmm. definitely you know as I said the base from anxiety and those um yeah we just we just low self-esteem and low self-worth and the function of perfectionism is is to try and protect us from criticism because mm-hmm. if I do everything perfectly I you know I'm immune to any form of criticism nobody can say sort of anything negative about me and therefore my fragile, I guess, sense of self-worth is safe and it's protective. And But in order to do that, we have to work incredibly hard. It is absolutely yeah. exhausting. <laughs> so we set these incredibly high, unrealistic goals for ourselves, which can often lead to burnout, even further diminishing of our self-esteem, um, and actually procrastination and mm-hmm. I think we, again we've spoken about this in a previous episode of my um, sort of thoughts and procrastination of it not being laziness but linked to an emotional response mm-hmm. and the way in which procrastination is linked to perfectionism is that I know when I start a task that I have to do it perfectly and it has to be you know immaculate and therefore my procrastination is I don't want to start because I know the effort that is going to go is going to come from it. Maybe the self criticism that's going to go alongside it of me not being good enough, not mm-hmm. worthy, everything else that internal um, negative voice that we have, and so procrastination can can also actually, which yeah, it feels like a um, I guess this is like the oxymoron almost of of. Um, of perfectionism in that you know we just don't do anything at all um, mm-hmm. but it's totally understandable mm-hmm. um, and these the 
sometimes we only set those kind of standards for ourselves, but sometimes we also do project them onto others. Um, but we are far more forgiving of, uh, of others than we are for, mm. for ourselves, that's for sure. That's what I was just going to ask about as well. Like, perfectionism can also stem from, like, outward environments. You know, if you're trying to, I don't know, you know, prove yourself academically or, you know, there's ex- expectations from others that can add to this perfectionism. Definitely. I think if, as a parent, I think you have to be really careful, and maybe even as a teacher as well. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I think this is, this is important too. We have to be really careful about not only praising outcome. Mm-hmm. Um, because the love could therefore become conditional. So yeah. if as a teacher or as a parent we only praise our child or a student if they get above a certain grade, mm-hmm. then the ch- the learning that the child takes from that is that I'm only good enough if I get above Mm -hmm. 70% that's I don't know whatever it might be it might be an A or it might be Mm -hmm. whatever and when I don't then I don't get the praise and therefore I'm not worthy Mm -hmm. so we have to be you're absolutely right we have to be so careful and um, there's a great book by Professor Lee Waters The Strength Switch and I know we are going to do a a later episode um, on uh, on character strengths um, Mm -hmm. which I'm really looking forward to um, but it is a really fantastic book to uh, to to read as a, a from a parenting perspective of of how we kind of um, yeah praise our our, our children mm-hmm. and and just thinking about it you know in a work sense too and about ourselves and looking at that process you know when we look at maybe somebody being brave and being vulnerable or um, taking a risk and it doesn't always work out but we can praise the fact that they tried mm-hmm. it's effort. Yeah. Um, that's what they've always kind of said, well, more recent research about education, like you were saying, praising the effort, and then that's accessible for all children because it's very personalised to them. Mm. Um, because otherwise, it is reaching for that perfection, like sh- always striving or hustling for worthiness, as Brené Brown calls it. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Sorry. Also, any stories? <laughs> <laughs> this is like digging deep now. Yeah, I know, I know. I think... Um, uh, where it came, it started to come out for me. I think I've shared before, like my um, school background, I, I didn't really particularly enjoy. I enjoyed the social side of school. Mm-hmm. I didn't enjoy the academic side of school. So I was never really that bothered by it. Um, but for me, in work, I think it was where my experience of it um, started to, to come to light a little bit because I really care about it. Mm-hmm. I really care about mental health and well-being and... I'm very passionate about the work that um, I do and that we do as well at mm-hmm. Free Spirit Collective. And that's where I think the it, it came out. And so I remember when I when I um, even started uh, in as a you know psychologist, therapist, whatever you know you want to call us, um, and going out and doing talks and presentations and you know whatever else. Just being so thoroughly over prepared mm. <laughs> and doing so much work on it, and I don't do anything like that. I mean, I still prepare now, and I think that's important. But mm-hmm. it, there's a, there's a difference between sort of you know being like professional and you know doing what you need to do versus like 
I mean, it was just so over the top, and mm-hmm. you know, you wanted to be seen as this like expert or mm-hmm. whatever else, and you know, had to be able to answer every single question, and it's just not true. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I learned that over time um, that I don't, and it's okay to have that. Um, yeah, just to say that I don't know sometimes um, that human, like academic humility, I guess, of mm-hmm. just I'm not sure, and it didn't define me, and uh, yeah, yeah. So I think that's that's where it came up for me. But it's that vulnerability as well, isn't it? Because we're reading before, sometimes um, perfectionism can stem from shame. So that's like mm. the shame of, I don't know everything about this and somebody's just caught me out. But actually showing that vulnerability is much more of a strength and being able to say. Mm. Yeah, perfectionism is definitely one that pops up. And like you mentioned in academia as well, in schools and something that oh, the yeah. society really imprints. And you look online, like you were saying there, everyone is an expert online, expert this, expert that, and yeah. it can be really pressurising. So yeah. it encourages perfectionism. God, yeah. All yeah. right, <laughs> takeaways... I think the the takeaway that I wanted to to share for uh, for this was that getting something to eighty percent mm. okay is the trick. Mm-hmm. So um, that's really kind of the method that I, I wanted to utilise. And when talking about presentations and things like that, it's like right, this needs to be eighty percent okay. And if it's eighty percent okay, it will be absolutely fine. You know, mm-hmm. I, I would love to get eighty percent in across everything I do in. I mean that would be amazing but uh, you know it's not possible but the additional work that you put in to try and strive towards that 20% it is just it's exhausting Mm -hmm. it takes so much out of you Um, and you know I often think I have no idea how artists know when they're finished yeah (laughs) like when you're doing a painting how you know do little touch-ups and whatever and that's kind of the example that really sticks with me is I'd love to know how they know when they just go done and they put the paintbrush down. I imagine yeah. it's like a real like mic drop moment and they just like drop the paintbrush. <laughs> Hopefully not on the on the piece, but it's just knowing when it's done. Yeah, and I think that's what they say. It's like knowing when to walk away and knowing when you've given that eighty percent. That even applies to like what your your effort, like we were saying before, what you're putting in at work. Hundred percent expectations can equate to striving for perfectionism and all yeah. relate it back to teaching. It was actually a coach that had said to me. Some days you need to just pick this day I'm going to give 80% and if I manage that, that's good enough because mm. you can't be perfect or 100% all the time. That's it. So that's a nice one. So we'd love to hear what people are giving 80% for this week. Yes, please. <laughs> and actually, sorry, actually, mm. if you've only got 40%, mm. that's all you've got to give. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I think that's the kind of the point that you were making that our, our, our best changes every single day and mm-hmm. just being aware of what we have space and capacity for and uh, just being kind yeah yeah okay thanks I'm looking forward to reading what people have been up to with their 40 to 80% come on (laughs) thanks so much for listening everyone we really appreciate your time if you want to get in touch with us please feel free to reach out either via Instagram at the Free Spirit Collective or on our Facebook page or check out our website at thefreespiritcollective.earth From our Instagram and website, you'll find out our community events. So if you're in Dubai, it would be lovely for you to come and visit us at the centre on Happiness Street.